Good morning there to you, my friends. How are you doing this morning? How was your night? I hope we've all had a restful night. And how has your week been in all? I hope we all have enjoyed the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ all through the week. Welcome to another weekend. And of course, you are welcome to review. It's your host and your dear friend here, Esther. Our Father and our God, good morning to you. Hallowed be your name. We thank you, Abba, for safe arrival into your presence yet again this weekend. Oh, Father, we glorify your name. You are faithful. You were faithful. You are merciful. You were kind. You were a good, good Father. We sing praise be to your holy name forever in the name of Jesus. Father, we have come again. I mean, together with my friends to learn, to study. Holy Spirit, we invite you. For apart from you, we can do nothing. We can learn nothing. We can understand nothing or study nothing. Therefore, we invite you, comforter, teacher, helper, to teach us yourself today, to help us today. And as many of us as need comforting, you will comfort us on every side today. And right now, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon every heart and ears listening to the sound of my voice. Receive the heart to understand, Holy Spirit, we want to see you today. Move in our midst. And at the end of today's session, may we come back bringing all the glory, honor, power, praise, and majesty. Thank you, God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. You're welcome once more to review, friends, and continuation of our series that goes Miracles, Signs, Wonders, and Salvation. Part two, and in the bracket we have, what is your focus? Miracles, signs, wonders, and salvation. Part two, what is your focus? Or what do you think should be our focus? Don't answer that just yet, no. We are taking our time in answering questions. So I implore you, I'll say please, do not answer just yet. God bless you as we study together today. Amen. Last week, we explored briefly how it all began from the book of Exodus. And trust me, friends, we can go on and on and on in the Old Testament, still talking about the prophets and the signs and wonders that God did or performed through them. Not just Moses, 
but the likes of Joshua, Elijah, Elisha, and so on and forth. All I wanted you to see last week was that miracles, signs, and wonders did not begin with the early church and the apostles. But wait, friends, did it end with them? We will answer this question eventually, but not today. So today, we fast forward to the New Testament, and there we shall tarry for some time, or weeks even. You see, my friends, many in the world will argue that miracles, signs, and wonders are not the power of God unto salvation. Listen to this. To which I, Esther, 100% agree. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? I'll repeat myself. I said many in the world will argue that miracles, signs, and wonders are not the power of God unto salvation. And I said to which I, Esther, 100% agree. I mean, I'll, I'll argue the same. No, they are not the power of God unto salvation. They do not renew minds. Miracles, signs, and wonders do not bring about the kind of transformation the scripture talks about. No. God made a perfect provision for the salvation of our souls, which is sending his son, sending his son, I mean, which is the shed blood of our Lord Jesus Christ for the salvation of our souls and the message of the cross of Christ, which is written down for us for the purpose of transformation or renewing our minds. But yet, please listen to this, but yet, we have seen people come to faith through them. I mean, if, if you are still asking me, because I said miracles, signs, and wonders are not the power of God unto salvation, and you go, then of what importance are they? Listen to this. I said, we have seen people come to faith through them. You know, we, we, we have seen them get hardened hearts of stones softened. Again, as much as miracles, signs, and wonders are not the real point here, they can and do point to a greater miracle, which is faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, the power and authority in his name to deliver, to rescue, to heal, to restore, to redeem, 
and save from eternal damnation. To give even the greatest miracle of all, living forever with God. Amen. Hallelujah. Having the Zoe kind of life hereafter, that is life, as God has it. So this morning, friends, enough of ranting now, enough of talking this morning, friends. Will you please come with me to the gospel according to Luke, chapter 9, verses 1 and 2. And then we go on to read verse 6. Gospel according to Luke, chapter 9, friends. Let's read verses 1 and 2. And then we go on to read verse 6. Luke chapter 9, verses 1 and 2 reads, Then he called his twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. Verse 2. He sent them Listen to this. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Now please come with me, if you will, to verse 6. And it reads, So they departed and went through the towns, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. So they, they departed and went through the towns, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. The Lord bless the reading together, or if you were listening to his word. Amen. Interesting. Hmm? Right, friends, this is the thing. I want you to grasp, really, today. Yeah? Jesus Christ declared his kingdom both by preaching and performing miracles afterwards. And that's exactly what he sent the disciples to do and still expect of us today. And still expect of you and I. You see, the truth about the good news he offers is for both physical and spiritual. Look, Jesus, when he walked the earth, raised the dead, healed the sick, gave sight to the blind, made the crippled walk fed thousands miraculously when they were hungry and weary. You see, he was worried for them. He was worried for their physical status, their health, and he was filled with compassion for them, saying, look, they won't make it home. They'll faint along the way. And because he still wanted them to hear the message of the gospel that will benefit their spiritual health, their souls. Jesus fed them. He fed them 
to have or to gain physical strength. You can read Matthew chapter 15, gospel according to Matthew chapter 15, from verse 32 to 36. You can read that when it's time for you to study. In fact, they've been with him for days. And he's been healing their sick, doing all sorts of miracles. But they need physical strength too. He wouldn't let them go. And then they faint on the way. No. He fed them. Jesus fed them. You see, the salvation that Jesus offers is for the body and soul. The body? Because we live here and now. The soul, which concerns our lives hereafter. The soul, because we go to live with him hereafter. Look, before we go this morning, before we round off this morning, friends, will you please come with me to 3 John. 3 John chapter 3. I mean, 3 John. I beg your pardon. 3 John doesn't have chapters. 2nd and 3 John, they do not have chapters. So 3 John, verse 2. 3 John, verse 2 reads, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. I pray that you may prosper in all things. Look at that. And be in health just as your soul prospers. You see, this is the same John, the Apostle John. I mean, who was Jesus' disciple writing to his spiritual child or children about the care of their physical body? Why? Because having walked with Jesus, he was able to understand Jesus' concern for every aspect of life. Jesus kept healing people. He kept performing miracles, wonders, signs. Why? Because Jesus is concerned or was concerned for them. Concerned for every aspect of life, every area of life. My friends, God is concerned for both your body and soul, that is our physical and spiritual well-being. We need to be in health. We need to prosper in health. Are you with me, friends? Are you getting the point we're trying to make here this morning? Are you getting the point at all? Look, we serve God with our body and therefore we need to prosper in that area or aspect as well as spiritual. All right, friends, let's stop here for today as our time is far spent, but I implore you, Join me again next week 
by God's grace, as we explore and dig even deeper into the Word. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for the gift, the miracle, the wonder, and the power of your Word. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you've taken us through in your word this morning and also for helping our minds to grasp. We give you all the glory for all you do. We return all praise unto you. Be thou glorified forever and ever. And as we go into our week, new week, next week, we pray for your divine protection to be upon us. We pray for provisions. Oh, Father, we pray that you will manifest yourself in our lives in a new dimension, especially seeing as we are talking about miracles, signs, and wonders presently. Oh, God, show forth your power in our lives, in every aspect and area of life. May we come back next week rejoicing, bringing you all the glory, honor, power, praise, and majesty. Thank you, God, for in Jesus Christ's mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. I want to thank you once more, friends, for choosing to start your weekend with me, for choosing to join me this morning. You have made the right choice. But please, don't stop here. Make sure you find time to also join me next week to dig even deeper, to explore, like I said to you. God bless you. So, until next week. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you and your entire household, now and forever. Amen.